This is the Child Discipleship Podcast powered by Awana. I'm Ross. You know who you are. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I'm so glad that you tuned in today. We're going to do something a little bit different. In just a second, you're going to hear from Matt Markins, President and CEO at Awana, and Stephen Maposa. Stephen is our Global Vice President of Africa, and at the 2022 Child Discipleship Forum, Stephen and Matt had a conversation about an opportunity that we call the Africa Child in School Initiative. This is an opportunity for us at Awana to advance the gospel in Africa like never before. Matt and Stephen are going to share more about the incredible ways that God is using the Awana ministry in the public school system in Africa. Imagine that, Awana in public schools. But I hope as you listen, you take the time to think about what it would look like to participate in what God is doing in Africa right now for you, for your family, and for even your church. There's links in the show notes with more information about what partnering with us could look like. And after we hear from Stephen and Matt, you're going to hear what it's like to be in Africa firsthand. Marlon Washington, who serves as the executive producer of this podcast, was part of the team who went to Africa to experience what God was doing in that part of the world. While Marlon was there, he captured a few stories of the impact of child discipleship, and we're going to share a few of those stories with you today. But let's get started with Matt and Stephen. Thanks for listening to the Child Discipleship Podcast. In 2019, God opened an amazing door of opportunity in the school system of our continent of Africa. When some of our leaders started to approach one of the schools about the Awana program, the word started going to other headmasters. Schools walking to where we are running the Awana programs because they heard that we are coming and they said, please come and help us to start also the Awana program in our schools. And we introduced the Awana program in 30 schools. And eventually, we decided that we should invite the senior permanent secretary of the Minister of Education to come and by God's grace, she accepted the invitation. And when she saw what was happening, she could not believe how much kids were so disciplined. And then the headmaster started telling her that this has brought relief to our schools. And then she said, this program must be in every school in this district. We started training the community, Awana leaders, together with the Christian teachers within the school to lead the program at that school. We are challenging kids to be able to read the Bible. Who is God? What is sin? How do they know God? How can they have a personal relationship with Christ? It helps them to to have firm foundation. Be still and know that I am Lord. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. I praise you because I am fearful and wonderfully made. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. God is my shepherd, I shall not want. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God. A worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 
these schools are, are doing far much better in terms of discipline, character development, and responsibility among the kids. Kids who were no longer attending school are now attending school. Kids were just throwing litter all over the place and now they are picking litter all over the place. Teachers are able to fulfill their objectives of teaching kids. The community is being reached through the Awana program. Not only kids are being saved, teachers are being saved. Not only teachers are being saved, parents are being saved. Not only parents are being saved, even people from within the ministry, authorities are beginning to acknowledge the importance of this program in the schools. We have an amazing openings in other countries outside Zimbabwe. Malawi, Eswatini, Ghana, Kenya, Rwanda, Sierra Leone, Ethiopia. These are just the minimum. God is opening such a huge window for us to be able to reach to a potential of 30 million kids that are just waiting for us to introduce the Awana program. These doors will never be open forever. But when God opens them, he knows that there are people, his people, we have resources to make it happen. We are praying to God to say, God, can you raise people that can come alongside us and say, hey, I've got a big heart for kids and I want to invest in the salvation of children. As much as the one-time gift of $650, you can reach the whole school with the gospel of Christ. These are the tender hearts that will change the entire continent of Africa. It's interesting to think about the juxtaposition of what we've been talking about this week in the West, of a highly secularized post-Christian society that's essentially pushed God out of the public school system. And this conversation we're going to have for about 10 minutes is about the public school system in Africa in a minimum of seven countries is saying we want a ministry like Awana to come in and to help our students. So in the window of opportunity is now. So I'm so honored uh, to welcome to our conversation here, my dear friend Stephen Maposa. Stephen is a global vice president of Awana. He's the vice president of Sub-Saharan Africa. Two million children are under uh, his care. Uh, and uh, Stephen, you've been doing this children's ministry for about 35 years. You're a sought-after speaker and thought leader all throughout Africa. Would you welcome Stephen Maposa to the stage? <clears throat> So for those who may be new, and to give some organizational context, we've been around 72 years. We're in 134 countries. We partner with 68,000 churches uh, around the world, and we're engaging 5 million children weekly. And that helps give, thank you very much for that applause. Uh, but to, to, so without any further ado with the context, uh, help us, Stephen, to get uh, a little bit of uh, an idea of the scope of your ministry and tell us a little bit about your role and your passion. Um, thank you so much. Um, it's a great pleasure to be with you, mate, as you share uh, this great story of what God has been doing. As you may be aware, I, I've been with Awana Ministry for the past 33 years, and uh, we are working in the continent of Africa, which has got 1.2 billion people. 
And the good news is that Africa is one of the youngest continent with over 60% now are children under the age of 15. So we've got a great window of opportunity uh, to be able to cover that space. And uh, as you rightly say, we are now working with uh, uh, 2 million kids, 20,000 churches, and, 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 and there are more churches that are willing to come on board. And, and of course, with so many other opportunities that God is opening. Mm. Stephen, I've been in many meetings with you down through the years. I've been meetings with you where I've seen your passion. I've been meeting in meetings with you where I've seen you carry the heartbreak and the devastation of what you see. So talk to us about your vision. What do you long for? What do you long to see to happen? I've been struggling for, a, for, the, for the longest period to see the challenges that have been uh, on the continent of Africa, starting from corruption, wars, and so many other things that have been taking place. And I came to conclusion that uh, the problem of Africa is leadership. And, um, and uh, realizing uh, that aspect, I'm very convinced that uh, God has given me a, a, a vision and a burden to see that uh, we invest heavily in the young people, which is the next generation of people. And I believe that if we invest in the young people, we are going to see a different Africa in the future. It's not just the impact of Africa, it is the impact of the global scale of what God is doing. So my desire is to be able to generate vision among many pastors across the continent of Africa so that they can realize that the greatest harvest that can ever take place in our continent is when the equation is on reaching boys and girls with the gospel of Christ because they are the majority of the people that we are uh, that are on our space right now. Mm. Six weeks ago, you and I were together in Zimbabwe. Uh, we spent five days leaving Harare, going way out into the bush. Every day you took us a little farther, a little farther. You exhausted me a little bit. Uh, but I was allowed, I got the opportunity to see the before and the after. What we would do is Stephen would take us to these schools. Uh, we would watch probably two or three schools a day and we would hear from the headmasters. And the headmasters would turn to us, you know, they're a very honoring culture, so they would honor the leaders who, who would come to visit the school, which we were a part of, uh, and the headmasters would give us a report of here was what our school was dealing with prior to having Awana in our school, here's what we're experiencing now. So prior they would say we're experiencing uh, teen pregnancy, truancy rates, bad language, violence, even early marriage. After Awana, they would give us a list of transformed students. Uh, they would talk about higher attendance rates, GPAs going up, et cetera. And they would say, we don't even know how to describe this. And on top of that, many of the teachers in some of the school systems were Christians, and they're able to talk about these kids are being discipled, they're being reached with the gospel. And so the, the evidence is overwhelmingly powerful. And we now, have, we now have seven countries that have the school systems that have approved this who are saying we need this in our school system. So we've got a unique window of opportunity. So Stephen, what went through your mind when this invitation was given to you? And what, what do we need to do to come alongside of you? Well, uh, 
definitely the growth of Awana, working with the various churches, Awana has been growing in a, in a huge way. But seeing this window of opportunity when the schools, public schools in Zimbabwe opening up for us to be able to, to reach out to them, to me, this was a game changer. I began to realize that God is orchestrating something that we have never seen before. Mm. It's a window of opportunity that is bringing not only the teachers and the school headmasters together, but even the community around those schools are beginning to say, for the first time we are beginning to see change that is taking place in the hearts of our children, and our children are learning better, and their grades are improving. How can we rally behind both the community, the schools, even non-Christian headmasters are coming to support this whole initiative? And as a result, even some of the teachers who are not Christians are now born again over the past few trainings that we've done. So really, I see a trajectory of a movement of a tsunami that is blowing across the whole country of Zimbabwe. And my dream is to see a change in Zimbabwe in, in the couple uh, years to come. But not only Zimbabwe, but the whole continent of Africa. And when God starts it, I think it is up to us to, to see what we can do to join him. What, what is the capacity? How, how much impact are we talking about? How many children? I'm, just in, in, in a small country of Zimbabwe right now, we have about 5,300 schools that we need to put the Awana program into. They're waiting. That is 3.5 million kids that we can reach within the next two years. Just in Zimbabwe. Just in Zimbabwe. That doesn't count the other it countries. It doesn't count the other countries. But if we would go to all seven countries that are on our radar today, we are talking about 30 million kids that could be reached with the gospel of Christ. 30 and, million. And this is a game changer. This sounds like transforming the entire continent. Yeah. So, so if I were sitting here, if I were sitting here, I might be wondering, well, how, how do, how, what about your team? Do you have the, the, the team members? Do you have the boots on the ground people? The Lord did something unusual during COVID. We, we realized that we're up to something that it was going to surprise us in terms of reaching out to boys and girls with the gospel of Christ. And during COVID, we invested heavily in leadership. Today, we have teams all over the 32 countries that we are working with that are just waiting, trained as master trainers to just run in all directions to get the ministry going. The biggest challenge, we just need the dollars to, get it, to, to make it happen. People, power, God has already provided. Mm. I'm gonna do something I wasn't really even planning on doing. I was just not sure on how to do this. So I'm just gonna turn the chair and talk to you guys as my peers. Uh, my wife and I are Bible college graduates. We were gonna be cross-cultural church planting missionaries and we got married, and after we got married, Katie turns to me one day and says, by the way, I don't think I can do this. And so, yeah, you got that. It was a bit of a, oh, where, where are we going from here? So Katie and I 
fell into children's ministry in our local church. And we began to see response from children and we were like, this is amazing. The capacity of these young people to get the gospel and to grow as young disciples. So we fell in love with this. And then it, kind of vocationally being in Nashville, I fell into the publishing space and I fell into the children's ministry publishing lane. And so we just kind of stumped, God directed our paths into this. And so over the course of many years, ultimately I ended up with the Awana ministry. Uh, my, my point is God, God has allowed, given us a purview into what he's doing. And I'm, as your peer, I'm saying, I've not seen an opportunity like this in my whole time in children's ministry. So we're, we're turning to you and saying how $650 puts Awana in a school, and it's not $650 annually, it's a single, because once they're up and running and training, it's perpetual, it's low dependencies. They don't have to come back to Stephen every year for, for more materials because we give them everything they need to do this year after year. So if you're an individual and you're like, I wanna be a part of this, you sense God calling you to this, it's $54 a month. And that's one school every single year coming from your family. If you're a church and you say, I love this, well, then my question to you is, well, then how many schools does your church want to put Awana into? Public schools. So if you're thinking our vision is three or five or 10, how can we partner together to do that? So we put a card on the table that tells you where you can go to get more information. But here's what I want you guys to hear from me just one more time. We see this, knowing where we are in the West, we see this as a window that is open and we don't know how long it will be open. So we're asking for your partnership because we're talking about 30 million children. This could transform the continent of Africa. So we're asking for your partnership. Would you please consider that? Thank you, Stephen, and you're gonna pray for us, yeah. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful that you have chosen us as your vessels to partner with you in this great window of opportunity to reach too many boys and girls with the gospel of Christ. We are so humbled because you could use any other person, but you, you decided to use people of human flesh. And thank you, Lord, for the hearts that are represented even in this conference and for the way that you are working in their lives and for the way that you have even burdened them to see this great wind of opportunity. Lord, as we come to an end of this meeting, Bless us and bless each and every one of us in a unique way that we will all pray and join you and be part of what you are doing. In Jesus' name, amen. One of the amazing things that I like about Tawana is it gives me an opportunity to, to expand. Like, you know, because if I train 10 leaders today, I know that, that you, you know, we'll be able to catch about more than 300 kids. So I'm not going to, to the 300 kids, but I've trained 10 leaders here. Then I know that we have covered 
quite a big chunk. I always say this, guys, wherever you go, you're going to, you know, to get harvest. I know I'm, I'm, very, I'm very happy because I know that maybe 10% of that is me, you know. So, yeah, that that that, that has made me to, to come and be part of what God is already doing with this ministry. This is uh, one of the best ministries that I've ever worked with. The beginning of the, of the journey was not easy. Joining an organization that you're working with, but people believe looking like, why, why are you doing that? You know, but the passion and the drive. Every time I go out there, I see these young people say, how did I go? I'm like, okay, this is me now. This is me. All right. So, yeah, that's the, the drive and thing, seeing a lot of young people coming to Christ and being transformed. A lot of young people, they don't know who they are. So they end up doing anything because they just don't know where they are. And that becomes a, a problem. And um, the issue to do with um, um, leadership development, I believe that discipleship is very important. Uh, you can be a leader, but if you're not a disciple of Jesus or you're a disciple by someone, it might be difficult to, to work very well and to, to have the results that you desire. So you need to be a disciple. So we deal with identi- identifying yourself, then deal with uh, discipleship. Um, then I think then the last thing is development. You need to grow day in, day out. Yeah, yeah you need to grow day in, day out. Yeah. So these are the things that we focus when we when we training leaders. We want them to understand um, what is the heart of Jesus towards children ministry. What is the heart of God towards children ministry. Want them to 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 see the importance of children ministry. I I've got heart for children. I saw what God was doing with, um, you know, what He did to me uh, through some people that were training me as a young man, and that sort of drove me to want to to share the good news. Uh, first and foremost, I think we need to to think of the leaders, the members usually mainly who needs the manpower. So we need to think of the leaders that uh, that we will trust with the kids. So the first thing that has to happen is to recruit leaders for for for, for the training. I believe that every leader can, can be a good leader, but I, I also believe that they just need training and exposure. We they need to maybe go to some churches that are already running Awana so that they'll be able to, to, to see how best they can use what they have and to join what God is already doing uh, because God is, in, is, is already moving, he's already doing something. has done a lot in shaping the behaviors of our learners and it has also made our task easier in the sense that they are now controllable so in the end it means our general objectives are easy to achieve so it has developed our learners in a variety or in various ways one spiritually 
This also helped in developing our learners intellectually. After their games or activities, they can pick up later. They now have a sense of beauty. So we are grateful. Child Discipleship Podcast is powered by Awana. Thanks to the donations of generous folks like you, Awana partners with 62,000 churches in 130 countries to make resilient disciples. When you give to Awana, you are investing in lasting faith. Young people who will engage the culture with the gospel and fearlessly lead the church into the future. To make a donation to this mission, go to awana.org donate. Subscribe to the podcast today so you never miss an episode and check out the show notes of today's episode for relevant links from this conversation, as well as information about other podcasts from Awana. The podcast is mixed, edited, and produced by Marlon Washington and hosted by me, Ross Cochran. Our theme song is Fresh Air by Christian hip-hop artist Josiah Williams and Hits by Jude. You also heard All Let Go, provided by Josiah Williams from his album Rerouting 2. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week.